Welcome to Yield Today with Dow and Canlan. This episode comes uh, as I'm driving back from a family home evening night that we had with just uh, the congregation in the area church. We did this like thing called fishbowl. We like did some games and whatnot. But I was thinking about how how we talk to ourselves when we fall short. Like that that affects so long. Like that affects so much. How long we'll stay on the ground and like what we learn from it. And I have. Josh, who is driving, and I have James, who's in the back seat, to amplify the fire in this discussion. So, yeah, let's just get started. James, do you have any thoughts about like falling short, learning from that process, and yeah, what you do from there? I think one thing is like after falling short, it's really important that you keep moving forward and you keep progressing, even if it's in some small way.、Um, but don't. Don't just try rushing back into it either. It's this balance of being able to be aware of where you fell short and kind of analyzing that a bit, and then working upon that and kind of just figuring out like what you can do after that.、Um, like one big example that I think about is with my eagle project that I did for like my when I was in scouting. I Was rejected the first time I proposed it, and I had to go back and look over it and kind of rewrite some things and see what wasn't working for them and kind of see it more at their point of view rather than my own, and then be able to represent that and it did so much better. Yeah, you know, I think I made a tweet on Twitter actually about this. Like iteration is a gift, and that's what that's what is happening is you're getting this feedback that says you need to. Iterate on this a little bit more, and I think dwelling on the 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 falling or whatever isn't super useful. But if you know what you need to do, then yeah, exactly what you said. Just find some way to move forward and and then do it. So yeah, is that basically what you're thinking about? Yeah. Sweet, sweet. What about you, Josh? What about you from the the fountains of Joshly wisdom? What do we have here? So thinking about that. When you fall short, you always want to try again, and you do want to ponder and see how you can set different goals to how you are going to accomplish that after not doing that. And thinking about it, just doing homework and other things. Oh, if you you have to plan out what you're going to do instead of leaving it to the last minute and making it where you can always. Come back with a different plan and doing it correctly, and that's all I can think of right now, of coming back on a goal for different things you're trying to accomplish. That makes sense, yeah. Because there's always the question of, you know, what happened. There's there's default, and then there's design, and we need to find some way of. Getting our design to be like our default action. So the default action is like what we want, and so we can always look back and and look at you know where did the plan fall short? Because we can always become better planners, but we also need to be the best we can at at implementing. So switching gears a little bit, I woke up today and was pretty excited to get. Started on a new day. I feel like I have a pretty good vision of what I want to do in my life. Want to get to Florida. Want to do that by way of improving my writing game and starting to monetize that for other people's audiences. You know, through a ghostwriting service, 
really excited about that. And yet, I slept in and then spent a lot of the day on Twitter and just sort of, there's sort of this like downward spiral a little bit, but then like what James was saying, there's some tiny little wins to preserve, preserve myself. I feel like one thing that really helps when you do fall down like this, and this also goes along with the episode I made about why it's so important to have encouragement at rock bottom, why that's so powerful is that you get that chance to like talk to yourself. It's not like it's over yet. No, no, it's like you still get to control the conversation. You're still the person holding the pen in this situation. You know, I think we have these moments where we're starting to to feel like we've lost steam or we're, we're doing that, but so much of that is just mental construction. It's not actual reality. Yeah, and like one thing that I was thinking about, a lot of times when you fall short, you start to beat yourself up and you can be really negative to yourself. And sometimes you kind of have these blinders on that you you can't actually see like what actually went wrong. So sometimes talking to someone else about it, like with counseling or even just talking to like a trusted friend or family member, like just seeing from someone else's point of view. It reminds me when I was in art school, I would work on a project and realize something felt off and then I would present it like for critique and someone else could see it immediately even though I couldn't because I was I had been staring at it for hours and hours working on it painting this thing they were able to see that immediately and they were able to help me out immediately if you don't have someone there a lot of times stepping like with art stepping away from that for a bit taking a break doing something else using your brain in a different way you can figure out a solution to your problem so you can start moving forward again. So when you say using, I think that's great. When you say using your brain in a different way, what, what exactly do you mean by that? Um, so one of the guys that worked on actually Monty Python, I think, he, he was the writer for it. And he is a creative writer, he's a comedian, and he, he talks about how there's kind of two modes of thinking. There's an open mode and a closed mode. Open mode is very free. It's like going and playing with Play-Doh or drawing just random stuff in a sketchbook. Closed mode is like very analytical. It's like editing a video or something, getting things done and having to think about it very analytically and critically. But open mode, you just kind of anything goes. You just kind of do whatever you want and have fun with it and you're able to gain a lot of good things from that. A lot of businesses, especially like in animation, when they have brainstorming sessions, like coming up with a movie idea or something, nothing is is a dumb answer. They just kind of throw everything out there to get everything on the board and out of their minds onto another place. And another thing I think about is there's a very different way that you use your mind when you're drawing and when you're maybe using like Blender to like model something in 3D. There's a lot more problem solving in that and just using your brain differently, it can give that, I'm not like a brain expert, but it can give that part of your brain a rest and kind of replenish as you're using a different part of your brain. That makes sense, yeah. I like I like what you said and I'm glad that you dove a little deeper into that. That made me think about just a lot of different things that, that you know, we, we get to choose a lot of what is, uh, what we're going to 
to do and how we're going to spend our days. For me, I love positioning and looking at things, doing those activities where I can say that was a win, no matter what, like that was a win. Like for me, when I go on a run or I just play some basketball, I need to get better at this of like interacting with people, just saying like that was a win, you know, that was better than nothing. I think that's something we also need to congratulate ourselves on when we do fall short. You know, I I immediately thought of like taking a shot in basketball and it's an air ball or it goes off the rim. It's the craziest thing. Like you will literally, I I was a basketball manager for three years. And so you watch a lot of basketball and there'll be those crazy shots. And if you make it, you are the hero. You are like, everybody's so proud of you. It's like, wow, that was so skilled. If you miss, you are like the biggest you are like the most unsharpened crayon in the box. You never get used again. It's like you get sat on the bench and it's like we can't afford to let ourselves have that. I think we need to really give ourselves that grace of being like, hey, that's a win. And I think of like what God is looking at. He's looking at effort and he sees us trying. It's like, dude, that's a win. Because I remember when James or Dallin or Josh was put in this very similar situation and they folded you know, if to use a card example, but this time they're actually looking at the cards in their hands. They're not blinded by any kind of passion or worry or struggle and they're playing their hand and they're going after it. So I think it just comes back to using what you still have. You know, you still have a lot. So hold on to the ground that you've already won. Chances are you fell short because you shot high. And we love that. We love that because At least when I look at a lot of the business owners and stuff I look up to, a lot of them failed big because those failures taught them important lessons, you know? They taught them, like, different ways to approach the game, and that helped them to have those all-star play moments later. But it took a lot of different tutoring moments before then. A shot is better than no shot. No, it's true. And, like, there's this quote about The difference between you and someone that's a master at the thing that you're working on is they've failed more times than you've even tried. And trying and failing is gonna teach you so much more than kind of just sitting there and being in like doing nothing land. Like do something. Um, There was this quote that uh, we went to like a devotional and one of the things that was there was you do you but do something. So it's like, do what you like to do and like have fun with it, but do something. And that something's gonna, as you start working forward, you can be directed and you can figure out what direction you're going in and what you actually wanna do, what you enjoy doing. I think those things can be really grounding, grounding things. You know, like sometimes I'll be walking around and be like, wow, he's so tall, but I don't feel very tall because I don't feel like I'm getting a lot done. But then I write or I do these things I really enjoy, and I do feel like my full mental height, you know, I feel my full, like, ability, you know, I don't feel like there's parts of me that are getting, like, super slept on, you know, like, when I worked at DI, no offense, DI, (laughs) like, I was, (laughs) I was not writing at all for my job, and I wasn't, there wasn't, there was good things I was doing, I was interacting with people, and building them up, and having good times with that, but there's so much of me that was left on the table that wasn't brought to the party because it wasn't really part of the job description. So, you know, those things can be so grounding and so helpful. So when you do fall short, the answer isn't less of the thing that grounds you. I think that's sometimes the impulse, 
right? It's like, okay, now I'll binge and now yeah. I'll go to McDonald's. And I think I would say there may sometimes be a place for, you know, I'll go to Wendy's and I'll treat myself and I'll just sort of think about this. I did this once and I came out of it with a new like way to look at my day and it flopped after a couple of weeks of trying it, but it was still like, it got me excited again. So sometimes we really do need to treat ourselves, but at the same time, know what you're treating yourself to. And yeah, don't think of yourself as a flop. Yeah. Like, um, one thing that I think about with falling short is making a mistake. And sometimes like never beat yourself up for your mistakes. Cause sometimes those mistakes will have, actually a good like outcome I guess one example of this was I did musical theater in high school and there was a time where I came onto the stage at a time I was not supposed to when we were rehearsing and I came on late for that scene for one so the director came up to me after and I'm like I'm so sorry like I was not supposed to be there and he's just like yeah why were you late and then he put me into that scene because <laughs> he, he liked what I did in that scene even though I felt like I was making a complete fool of myself so it was just like don't beat yourself up because those mistakes and maybe like a lot of like I think it's penicillin or something like that was a mistake like that's it came because something went wrong or something happened that wasn't supposed to happen but it was a good thing I like that I've been reading the book Blink by Malcolm Gladwell and a part of it talks about uh, what's it called improv theater which I know you were part of an improv theater group James and one of the big things it talks about in the book is one thing that makes improv theater work is everybody there's there's this general aura of agreement so like somebody says you're a chair yes I'm a chair and then and then and then it moves on from that and so yeah, like giving yourself that ability to be like hey you know this is part of the story and that that's completely fine because now we can we can work with this we might even get something better than what we had you know three hours ago this wasn't the plan of doing a recording and i was working on this interview that i'm really excited to get out but i just was looking at the time and just the mental energy and effort it takes and i'm like i don't think it's going to work out and so this was the pivot and so sometimes the pivot is everything. I made an episode about pivots a while ago and it just can help you really get in a completely different spot from like being stuck in a corner to now you're looking at your basket. Now you're looking at the goal again. And so this, this ability, well, this time when you fall short, I'm really trying to see things more as gifts. Like this is not necessarily this is super good, but like this is something that can help me positioned towards towards what I want to do. You know, I also think of my time doing Alder, you know, even though I didn't ultimately like stay with them for four years and, you know, I wasn't with them for very long, but all of that knocking doors was valuable. And now I'm planning to do some like knocking doors on some of my own projects because I've gained some confidence from that, you know? So like, even if I didn't make that much money, certainly not any failure and certainly not a waste of time because I'm going to, I'm going to use it. Yeah. And I think, um, another thing with when you fall short and making sure that you are positive about it and with improv as well is there's this thing called yes and and 
it's kind of like what Dallin was talking about, where you say, yes, I am a chair, and, and then you add to that story. Because the moment that you say no to someone that you're trying to work with, when you disagree with them, the scene will sometimes just end right there. Another thing with improv that was huge is the audience needs to buy into what you're doing and they need to be enjoying it. Improv without an audience is very difficult because you don't, like, there's no one to act to. There's nothing, like, it's very hard. The audience is a huge part of that equation within it. And I don't know how that relates to life, but that's just a huge thing with improv. Yeah, I think there just needs to continuously be... Well, it just makes me think of, like, the values that you want to have for yourself, right? And nurturing those. Because any positive value, you can choose to lean into that when you're having the rough time. It's like, this is the perfect time for me to lean into my creativity or my patience or whatever that thing is that you want to flex, this is the time to do it. You know, the the difference between, well, it's like you want to go to the gym. There's things that going to the gym really helps. Then there's a lot of other different ways to, to handle problems, yes. But also, like, you can think of this as as an exercise of sorts. You're working on that part of yourself that still needs some attention. This could be a workout. This could be an exercise. This is a routine that will help you bounce back in the future. That, that's how I've been looking at it recently. It's like, this, this is what James Clear says too. It's like, when this happens, then I do this. You know, when I get back from work, I go on a run. Or when I sit down in a chair, I write. And so, you know, just a chance, chance to rewrite the script. Josh, I'm putting you on the spot. Has there been a time where you felt like you needed to rewrite the script? And how did that go? Well, right now at least, I need to start going back to the gym. You said that. I need to make sure I have that goal uh, ahead of me and see how I can see it through and just keep on going and making sure I progress. And it's going to hurt. But after that, I have to push through and just make sure I can do it. And that's the greatest pleasure of it all. And you can see it changing with your body, growing muscles, losing weight, and you'll feel better from that as well. Yeah, I think giving yourself a sustainable script is everything and something that can also grow with you because that's what this is. This is life. This is uh, adapting to things. When things do not go quite as you'd planned, you have infinite ability to adapt and to backspace a couple times on something that did not work and change it up. I brought this up in an earlier episode. You know, I decided I was going to, you know, run a mile every Thursday and time it. And then there's this one day I was like, okay, I have to do two for it to count. And then a couple weeks later, there's the day I was leaving Utah and I did not even do one because I was like, if I don't do two, then I fail. And so it just prevented me from from even trying. So, yeah, create a sustainable script. Yeah, and a lot of, like what Dallin is talking about, um, and Josh as well, like 
getting started back into something that you haven't been doing for a while, a lot of times you have to start slow and, or just start with something simple. Like with writing, sometimes I have to be like, I'm just gonna write the first page of this script for this animated show or whatever. And then starting writing that first page, I'm like, this is going really good. And then my mind can kind of go into a deeper mode of um, kind of a flow state, I guess, of being able to get it done really well when I need to go to the gym more too. But when I was going really often, something that really helped me was just being like, all I need to do is walk into the gym. Like that's all I have to do. Cause the moment that I've walked into the gym, like I could walk away, but th that's the biggest thing really that I had to conquer. And once I've walked in, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go lift some weights over here. Or like go on this machine for a bit, like run a bit, do some pull-ups, whatever. And one thing that was huge with that is I was thinking in a different way. Cause as you start working out, for instance, or as you start like learning how to play the guitar, your mind starts thinking in a different way and like a new way, really. And I started being like, okay, I should be eating more healthy foods. I need more sleep so that I can like strengthen my body. And it, it, I just started caring more about how I was feeling and it helped me to be like in a, in a lot better place in my life in a lot of ways. I think that all I need to do is blank framework is absolute money. Like that's all I need to do right now. Cause it's so easy. We have an ocean of distraction and we're trying to like paddle on our little boat and not get distracted. We're trying to like get to the next goal, the next Island, whatever it might be. And we're, it's so easy to get distracted. But when we tell ourselves all we have to do is go this speed for this long and we'll get to that island will get to that respite that oasis that thing that we're seeing out in the distance then we can have some greater like clarity and confidence as we're like we're making that trek towards towards our journey so yeah i i, I love that framework so much especially as somebody with some adhd you know it's like i could you know go and read some scriptures right now or I could do this or I could do that and there's a lot of great things you can do and just deciding on one and moving from there because then you get to start from a new spot and that new spot is the the last action you did and that can help you write a better story for me cold showers are this you know they help me reset they help me get a brand new start to the day, even if the day is in the middle of the day and really just helps reroute. Same thing with exercise, running. You know, I really recognize that. I went on a run a couple of days ago and I was thinking about way different stuff than when I went on that run, which if I hadn't gone on that run, chances are I would have been on a very similar wavelength, wavelength as right before I went on the run. So not much would have changed so yeah I think a lot of times when you're sitting stagnant like for me just like sitting inside for so long my brain adapts to that feeling and just kind of stays there and being able to even just go outside or go somewhere different your brain is able to kind of wake up again and be like okay like you can see things in a different way um, and I think with just all I need to do is this it reminded me of kind of a throwback but when we were driving across the country to come back home 
we were driving in Colorado and it was snowing. It was like zero visibility, zero visibility <laughs> on snowy roads. And all I could do was go forward because it was dark. I couldn't see anything really ahead of me. All I could do is go forward. And it was a long time, like in the darkness, in the snow with like not really knowing where we were going, but just kind of trusting if I move forward, then I'm gonna make it to my destination. And we did. And we were able to get a good night's rest and then be able to start driving again. And it was just because of just doing one thing, which was just going forward. And a lot of times we overcomplicate things being like, I gotta be like, I gotta learn Japanese and I gotta like learn how to play the guitar and longboard and all this stuff. But a lot of times in our life, we just have to go forward. Yeah, I mean, we can talk a lot about this topic. It's uh, yeah, I, I just love the opportunity to be compassionate on ourselves and also to rewrite our story. I think that's something I'll pass down to my kids a lot is just help them see like, hey, you know, it's not over until it's over. And so if there's still time, you can still like work on this thing or change how you want to see yourself in this moment with this thing, because chances are you don't realize it, but you do see yourself in a certain way when it comes to like the thing you're trying to do. Like, this is where I have to be at and then I'll be okay. Or this is what I need to do. And sometimes just reminding yourself of like what success looks like and yeah, just being kind to yourself in that. I mean, that, that goes such a long way. So is there any other thoughts guys? No, no, I think that's, you summed it up pretty well. I think it just comes down to communicating with yourself well, redefining expectations all I can all I need to do is this yeah there's just a lot of that other stuff it just gives you new armor gives you new opportunity for what's coming up next because this moment does not define you you know I wrote this down a little while ago that you know even if you've had a really bright or really dark like extremely dark or extremely bright moment that doesn't guarantee the rest of your life will be that way you need to continue to iterate and learn from all of those things so you can get to a better spot and ultimately be able to design where you where you want to get to and and build those things and and do that you know but it's going to it's going to take that consistent work and i love how business can be like a vehicle to help people get where they want to be like mentally physically spiritually like with money you see it all the time so Thank you so much for jumping in the conversation, guys. It was a good time. First one of these, like, let's just talk about a random topic, not an interview, not a downs quick thought. Just uh, let's talk about this topic. So it was fun, and we'll have that interview coming up on Thursday. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Don't forget to yield today, and it'll be a better tomorrow.